A fika is a very Swedish custom which basically means that you take a break from your activity to have a cup of coffee or tea and maybe eat something sweet. In Fika with us, we are inviting you to join us for a fika and listen to different topics regarding international student life at Linköping University. In this episode of Fika with us, we're joined by Caroline and Bianca, two members of Genius. Today is all about the Student Association, what it does, how they came to be, what their mission is, and how they can help you have your best time here at Linköping. My name is Rebecca and let's start the Fika. So welcome Caroline, Bianca, thank you so much for coming today. So the first question before we get started is who are you and what are you doing here? <laughs> so let's start with you Caroline. Yeah, hi, uh, I'm Caroline. Uh, I'm from uh, a small town called Karlsson in uh, southern Sweden. And I'm studying my master's in engineering biology. Uh, and I began my studies here at uh, Liu in uh, 2016. Uh, then I've also taken a break uh, for one year, but now I'm back uh, at my studies. Perfect. What about you, Bianca? Hi, everybody. I'm Bianca and I come from Italy, precisely Milan. And uh, I'm studying uh, a master's, master's program in gender studies and intersectionality and change at Lynch Shopping University, uh, which is actually um, mainly decent learning program. So I'm here in Italy and I'm following the lectures and the courses uh, uh, here. Uh, so yeah that's basically everything that's so nice we we did a podcast episode about someone from your program just a little bit ago yeah she was from Greece but thank you so much so before we get started and talk about your organization maybe it might be useful to talk about some concepts that not everyone at home might know so what are some important concepts to know uh, so that we can better understand what your organization does okay so first of all, we have to say that we are an organization involved with um, like promoting diversity and inclusiveness and gender awareness. So the uh, main concepts related to that are, um, we can say that of gender identity, stereotypes and inclus- inclusiveness, precisely. So, um, for example, when we talk about gender identity, the um, we talk about the way in which a person experiences and express his, her, or their belonging to a sex. And gender identity is also strictly connected to gen- the concept of gender role, so the social expectancies uh, concerning someone's belonging to a gender. Uh, of course, gender roles are connected also with stereotypes, which is a word that we all know, but uh, sometimes we really don't know what it's about. So uh, basically, when we talk about stereotypes, we talk about schemes and frame that people in naturally, naturally activate on a, a cognitive level to categorize reality and society uh, in order to simplify and understand them. So uh, connected to that, we promote, uh, as I said, inclusiveness and diversity, and they are fundamental values for us. So we are trying to create a space which is 
free from prejudices and stereotypes and able to make anyone feel included. That's a really good explanation. That sounds very nice. So what would you say is the, the main goal of your organization? Uh, yeah, our, our purpose and our goal has been and is to make students and associations at LiU more aware of the structures and destructive norms that prevail in society and also on campus. Uh, and we work uh, to make the campus more inclusive for everyone and to create safe spaces for people to share uh, and be themselves, really. I think this is the perfect space to share that then because our, our main audience are international students. Yeah. So how did your organization come to be? Is it a very young organization or have you been around for a few years? Yeah, Genius was uh, founded in 2015, I think it was, uh, by three LiU students. Uh, so yeah, they sort of started the, the whole thing. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So now that we know a little bit more about what you do um, or how you came to be and your goals, what is it exactly that you do specifically for the students? Do you do activities? Are there events, representation? Could you get some, some examples of what you do? Yeah, of course. Uh, we're an organization that works with both social and educational events, uh, mostly on the topic of gender, but also on topics like LGBTQ issues, feminism, inclusiveness, and so on, like Bianca said. And uh, Genius usually organize uh, both events and workshops uh, on different topics. And we also get invited to attend some events and do informational lectures for other organizations. Uh, and yeah, our events are, all of them are mostly free of charge, uh, if nothing else is stated. Uh, yep. And who can join these activities? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing if the organization stands for inclusiveness, most students can join. Does this mean that they're carried out in English or are they carried out in Swedish or is it a mix depending on what the activity is? Yeah, I can't reply to that question because I'm an international student myself. So uh, I necessarily have to speak in English. And uh, of course, everybody can join the uh, organization um, because it basically consists of a board who is elected on an annual basis. Uh, and uh, it is uh, it, up to our members uh, to elect the board every year. Um, you can become a member anytime you want uh even and just by sending an email uh and um yeah about the um the language we uh decided precisely to use english because uh, uh we thought it would be more the the most more inclusive uh language possible uh so um, we thought that it would be able to spread our message um, in the wider way, widest way possible, yeah. 
That's great. I don't think I've ever heard of your organization, actually. So it's it's really nice to know that there's more organizations out there working in, in English. And the next yeah. question is a bit related to this. So if you're an English-speaking student, does that mean you could join the board, for example? Because I know some organizations have like a, a Swedish-speaking board, but then you could join as an English speaker for the committees. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you... yeah, sorry. <laughs> Go on, Karen. Yeah, you can you can be an English speaking student in the board as well, like Bianca. Uh, she's in the board. Yeah, so that's no problem for us. So we try to have all of our documents and uh, meetings in English as well. That sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm very happy about this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So a little bit more on a personal note, and we can start with you, Caroline. Uh, what made you join this organization? Did you join when you first started studying or was it something you did a bit later? Yeah, so I became a genius member like my second year studying at Liu, but I didn't really know a lot about genius then. Uh, and then I know that... COVID now has struck a lot of organizations really hard at Liu. And I knew that uh, Genius was one of them who has been, uh, has, have had some troubles in um, gaining people uh, for the board. Uh, and I do believe that Genius is a really important organization at Liu uh, who can do a lot of good. Uh, so that is one reason why I joined, because uh, I wanted to make sure that Genius is an organization that continues to exist on campus. Yeah. Yeah, about me, uh, I was able to get to know about Genius in the Facebook group of my master, actually, before even starting the master, like uh, in April 2021. And when I saw the um, the post, I definitely, definitely decided to apply because it was uh, really related with what I was going to study and I wanted to be like practically involved uh, in the topic and subject I was going to study. So that mainly um, what led me to, to apply. Nice. So Bianca, you mentioned that you were in the board. What are some tasks and responsibilities that you have by being in the board? Does it take a lot of time? Is it hard to um, like keep keep studying but also be involved in this organization uh, so uh, I can say that I am uh, the head of events uh, so my position in the board is that one but since we are just four and the position the positions in the board are uh, more uh, we generally share tasks and are not so strictly uh, divided in the work we do so um, when it was time to organize a workshop I contributed uh, as well as Carolyn so we pretty much share our tasks and um, actually it's not that uh, uh, time consuming because uh, we are um, a lot free uh, to decide when to meet. We generally have one meeting uh, um, in a week, like generally it's Monday and we uh, decide what we have to do uh, throughout the, the week. Uh, but we can handle it like uh, um, 
freely basing also on the um, on the on what we have to do also for university for example in a couple of weeks we are going to be lot busy and so we are deciding whether or not to just take a break so it's it's really uh, free the organization yeah and you Caroline you're the president is that right yeah, yeah, I'm the president of the board. Uh, so my weeks usually consist of uh, a lot of email uh, contacts <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, preparing for the weekly meetings uh, that Bianca mentioned and also just like um, making sure that everything, everyone feels comfortable with their work and that no one, no one has too much to, to do. Uh, yeah. How many hours a week do you say uh, would it usually take you to, like, how much time do you spend on, on Genius? I'd say it's uh, it varies a lot uh, depending on uh, our schedule and if we have any upcoming events. Uh, but usually, like, four hours a week, maybe. Yeah, I totally agree. So it's it's pretty doable to combine it with studying yeah yeah it is for sure and we also yeah we also really try to make sure that everyone can pay attention to their studies and prioritize that so if you have a lot in one period you can maybe do less that that time and then you can um, contribute uh, another time that's very good that's very good yeah so um... Maybe a bit more of a difficult question, uh, but what is your your favorite part or the best thing about being a part of your organization? Yeah, as a president for me, uh, I'd say it's an honor to lead such a competent organization and uh, to meet like-minded people and just learn from each other, really. That's uh, the best part, I say. And you, Bianca? First of all, thank you very much, Caroline. Uh, <laughs> I share what you, what you said, and you're a really great president. So, yes. Uh, and um, for me, also, as I said before, is the fact that I can like put in practice what I am learning uh, with my master, with my studies, because, for example, uh, last week I had to prepare uh, a lecture. So it, it allows me to uh, get actually um, uh, the concrete part of what probably I'm going to do so yeah what about the the hardest thing about being a part of the organization yeah I'd say like sometimes it's hard to combine with your studies just because you want to do so many fun things within the organization Uh, so you have to like really keep in mind that everyone has to prioritize their studies and that genius should not be a burden for every for anyone. Uh, you you do as much as you have time for, and that's sometimes hard because you really want to do a lot of things, and there are a lot of fun things that you could do within the organization. For me, definitely is the fact that I am uh, in distance. 
uh, so I'm not having shopping. So I cannot like physically attend the meeting and the things we organize. I'm always like online, um, which is the positive, also the positive aspect because it's an organization that actually allows me to do that because otherwise maybe in other organization I wouldn't be, have been able to participate. Uh, but yeah, probably that is the most difficult part for me. Do you do uh, hybrid meetings or do you do meetings entirely online? Yeah, we try to do hybrid meetings uh, sometimes for those of us who are in Linköping who can do uh, physical meetings. And then we have Bianca online with us. Yeah. So yeah, it works. It works. Yeah, I uh, spoke to another organization the other day and they said like, no, we don't do hybrid meetings because there's desync and then there's it's so difficult to talk with the person. But it's so nice to see that it actually works for for you yeah. because I, I think it's very important to to be able to include uh, students that are doing in staying in distance mode or even during, well, not Swedish lockdown, but when we were all in distance mode in a way, then, then it was really nice to we could keep talking and, and doing things. Yeah. And Linköping University, they have really nice uh, study rooms with like microphones and uh, cameras and everything. So it's really no, no trouble at all to have these hybrid meetings, I feel, for us at least. That's good. That's good. I think a lot of people could learn from you. Yeah. So our final question maybe to end a bit more on a positive note is what is your favorite memory from being at this organization so it could be i don't know a specific event that went really well but maybe something less notable but that was pretty important for you specifically yeah Yeah, I'd say for me, it was our uh, workshop on Valentine's Day that we had. Uh, we did a workshop on the theme of consent. And uh, I think we got really nice discussions there. And I really learned a lot by listening to other people's experience in re relation to consent. Uh, for example, how consent is given in different cultures and just how we talk about sex. Uh, that was really, uh, really interesting. That sounds very interesting, for sure. Yeah. Uh, about me, uh, I agree with Caroline, also because the workshop was the first uh, occasion to like uh, see how we uh, were able to um, put in practice our work and how people would join and so yeah but i also really uh, enjoyed an event we had in north shopping at the beginning of the uh, the school here because i was in lynch shopping actually so i was able to physically attend with caroline and we uh, organized like games and uh, about inclusivity and it was really really uh, beautiful Well, that's great. That sounds really nice. Yeah. So uh, to close off a little bit, how what is the best way to get in touch with you if someone listening would like to join your events or just be in touch or anything? Is it Facebook? I know Facebook is quite popular in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, probably Facebook or Instagram. Uh, our Instagram name is Liu underscore genius. And our Facebook name is just Liu genius. Uh, but you can also send us an email at geniusstyrelse.gmail.com. 
that works as well. Nice. And we'll make sure to leave the link to the social media in the description of the episode so that yeah. it's also there and quick to access. So our final question of the episode, and obviously the most important one, is what is your favorite type of fika? Yeah, so for me, I, I've actually recently learned to drink coffee. Uh, I've learned to enjoy it. Uh, so now it's coffee and probably a cinnamon roll. What about you, Bianca? Yeah, uh, cinnamon rolls are my favorite. The one called Giftler, I think. The, they are famous in Sweden, I know <laughs> that. And fun fact, Caroline was the first one to made to make me taste them. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, I bought some Swedish fika for you yeah. to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so nice. I think cinnamon buns or cinnamon rolls are one of our most uh, popular <laughs> replies. So, yeah. but I mean, they're good. They're they're yeah. the most famous ones for a good reason. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, I hope you had fun as well. And yeah, I'll hope to see you soon at one of your events. Thank yeah, you. thank you very much. Thank you for inviting us. You've listened to Fika with us, with me, Rebecca, and this episode's guests, Caroline and Bianca. Don't forget to follow Linköping University on Instagram and Facebook. And subscribe to this podcast if you'd like to hear more episodes like this one. We hope you enjoyed today's talk and that you join us for a Fika again soon.